mean, we order the fish one day prior to the service. Uh, it comes in, and some of the times I kick back maybe fifty percent of what uh, of of what they send me. Oh, really? Yes, because we do, I don't keep a freezer. Well, mm -hmm. I'll keep a freezer for my desserts for the for the the gelatos. Right. Uh, for maybe some some little things, but uh, on the freshness, I'm all, I, that's what we were talking about. Fine dining, right? For me, fine dining. Uh, I mean, our product and quality product is is for me. It's maybe 99% of, of the restaurant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep it always on the best quality and freshness that we can. So yeah, on the seafood, uh, the oyster has to be on point. Uh, uh, we change oysters sometimes depending on the freshness, but uh, uh, on our fish, mm -hmm. always has to be fresh. So I send back a lot. And that's why I have some things that it's limited availability because I don't know right. how the product is going to come to us. Hey guys, I want to let you know that San Antonio restaurants will be taking a foodie cruise and you're invited. We'll be sailing from Miami in February of 2024 on the Virgin Cruise Lines Scarlet Lady. It's a five-day cruise. We're going to the Dominican Republic. We're going to Bimini Island. And Virgin Cruise is known as the foodie cruise line. They serve some incredible food. There's still room. We'd love to have you join us. For more information, contact John and Carrie Weber at thetikitravelplanners.com. That's www.thetikitravelplanner.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The More You Know, The Better It Tastes. I'm Alan Williams. And I am Susie Lafredo. Hey, Susie. We are here. Today is episode number 57. We have Chef Jean Tardif from Tardif's Amer American Brasserie, and uh, welcome, Chef. We're so glad you're here today. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us. Yeah, we're it's excited amazing. to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited. Looking forward for this. Good. So I, every time I say it, I, I I tend to try to put an accent on I say Tardif. That's not right. It's just Tardif, right? It's, uh, yeah. My name is Jean Tardif. Tardif. So okay. it's Tardif. I love how you say it. Let's say yeah. it again. Jean Tardif. Oh, see, right. you sound really cool in the I know. <laughs> Got that radio voice going on. Yeah. <laughs> so Tardis is, is a wonderful restaurant on I-10 uh, near the Dominion. You're at 23110 West Interstate 10. And so that's right at the Leon Springs exit, I think, for exactly, uh, yes. I-10. Yeah, fantastic restaurant. So we want to talk about that. Yes. And if you haven't gone there yet, you need to oh. go fine dining, good Telling food. You. Uh, so Chef just came out with a – well, not just, but recently came out with a new winter menu, and it is, I mean, amazing. If you have not been, I'm telling you, if you want to create a really good new 2024, you need to go and try it. <laughs> thank, thank you very much. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I know that uh, you were born in Mexico City, right? I was born in Mexico but City. But you also yeah. have a lot of French in you. Yes, my uh, my family, uh, my father's family is from France. They're from Normandy and Brittany. My father was born in Le Mans. Uh, my mother is Mexican with a Cuban father and Mexican mother. Oh wow, that's so, why you cook so well. You got it all. Yeah, I got it. All. Yeah. I even have the rhythm, the Cuban rhythm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Love it. I don't. That's for sure. <laughs> so when you're putting on wow. that, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you were born in Mexico City. Born in Mexico City. Uh, my father came to Mexico like 60 years ago and uh, met my mother, of course. And I was born in Mexico City, raised in uh, le lycée français. That it's. Uh, I mean. It's the, the French school from the government, mm. uh, French government in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. So okay. my first language, I mean, it's Spanish and French. So, uh, uh, but my culture is really mixed, right? Uh, uh -huh. yeah. My father 
really French, really uh, straight. And my mother, all that party and loving. Sure. But what they what what I really learned from them is that they both love food. So, uh, yeah. So, so was there a lot of cooking in your home? Yes. I mean, uh, my father cooks a lot at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother, no. Mm-hmm. But my grandmother and grandfather love to be in the kitchen. So, um, yes. So you had both of those flavors Both happening. of those flavors, yes. And, uh, I mean, growing up in Mexico City, my my, uh, my middle brother, well, I have a stepbrother, mm-hmm. uh, he had a, a French cafe. And I started, like, working with him to make some money on the side a little bit when mm-hmm. I was, like, 15 years old. Okay. And uh, I remember once uh, the chef wasn't there and he told me, hey, jump into the kitchen with me. And, uh, I mean, that's that's where the passion, like, started on mm-hmm. me. Ah, you saw what he was doing in the kitchen. You said, I want this. Exactly. Yeah. But he's not a chef. I was, I mean, I was 15 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we made it that service and it was really fun. Yeah. Uh, but maybe that, that's where everything started for me. That's cool. Uh, now, I've never been to Mexico City other than the airport a few times, changing planes or, or whatever. Uh, but I've been hearing by a, from a lot of people mm-hmm. that the food scene in Mexico City is the best in the world. Unparalleled, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now, I can tell you that, uh, I mean, we have on the Pellegrino list, uh, Mexico has a lot of restaurants in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mexico is growing, I always say, growing as foam on the culinary side. And it's a, a big metropoly now. We have 23 million people in yeah. Mexico City. Sure. And, I mean, you have restaurants all over the places and with food that is really, really, really amazing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in Mexico City, it was um, probably a lot of seafood and um uh, yeah, we have, I mean, Mexico has a lot of uh, uh, states with different food. We have Oaxaca with the mole on one side. Mm-hmm. We have Guerrero with the pozole. That's that's where it comes. Uh, we have all the cochinita pibil and everything that is from the south uh, uh, southeast of Mexico. Mm-hmm. So you have like all, kind, all wow. kinds of, of uh, I mean, the north of, of, the, of the Mexican Republic. Uh, uh, it's... Uh, a lot of good, good, uh, good steaks. Good, uh, very, very good seafood on the on the side of Mazatlan and all that. So yeah, we have all all kinds of food in Mexico. So I I re-listened to episode number one of our podcast mm-hmm. the other day with Chef Andrew Weissman, mm-hmm. and he was he's he loves the food in Mexico City, and he was talking about getting a group together, San Antonio restaurants trip to Mexico City. You need to come with us too. Oh, that would be amazing. We'll, we'll do that as a group That'd to be so just much fun. try. That, that would be food. fun, mm-hmm. and that would be amazing. Oh, mm-hmm. we should do it, can and you, for sure, uh, Susie. Can you imagine what a dream? Let's We're set it up. Let's, let's do it. John Tardis and also and Chef Andrew, Andrew Weissman. Yes, oh my God, I know, showing us around. I mean, I mean, I mean, a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah, and and you have to and and to to really know Mexico City. I know we have a lot of fine dining, a lot of uh, great restaurants, mm-hmm. but to really know the good food, what I always do is go to a market. Mm, yeah. There you go. The real mercados. Yes. That, that's where the street the, food. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Amazing yeah. food. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so you're, it, it, I mean, I, I know I'm moving forward just a little bit and we'll go back, but your menu at Tardif is more, uh, I mean, it's expired French and Mexican, but it's, it's a lot of French. So you went to school growing up in a French school. Is that um, what made you decide to go that route? And, uh, and no, I think, uh, uh, when I started, I mean, if we start from, uh, from the beginning, uh, I mean, I, I wasn't good at school, so I went to uh, to a hairdresser school because mm-hmm. my father has that business in sure. Mexico. So right. that's that's really fascinating. So you went to hairdresser school. To I learn went to, to hairdresser. Hair. Exactly. Okay. Uh, I came to my father. I saw that. I mean, I'm gonna say it. There was money on the business, right. and I, I wasn't good at school. And I said, "Hey, I want to work with you." And my mm-hmm. father said, "Okay, you could come work with me, but you need to know how to do this business." Mm-hmm. So he sent me to France. Uh, 
to study hairdressing school. No kidding. Yeah. No, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, because he told me, how are you going to uh, uh, hire someone if you don't know the business, if you right. don't know sure. how to do right. it? Right, of course. Uh, so that brought me to France. I studied there. Uh, uh, the so is that for, for just men or for men and women? No, so, men and women. Mm-hmm. So you men did both women. hair? Both hair. Okay. And I came back to Mexico, and we, know, we opened a new salon just when I came back. Mm-hmm. And I started as a hairdresser. And, uh, and how long did you do that? I think it was maybe for eight years, nine years. Yeah. I mean, I, I and mean, did you enjoy it? At first, I enjoyed it. Uh, I was more for the money all yeah. the time, but always my, my passion for food and everything that, I mean, it was always my dream to have yeah. my own restaurant. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, you ended up going to Le Cordon Bleu in yes. Paris. Yes. So, how did, how did that, was it, so that was after? Um, that, that was that, after hairdresser school. Yeah. Okay, got it. Or so, so, uh, so you I, went to France, hairdresser school for eight years. Oh, no, I'm well, sorry. Well, went and worked for eight years. Yeah, worked yeah. for eight years. And then went back to France to learn. Yeah, to, I wow. started early. I started at 16 years old uh, okay. working with my father. Mm-hmm. I tried uh, to go to college, I didn't like it. So uh, I, I got this course, one year course uh, of the hairdresser. I came back, worked around eight years from the 16 to 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And then I have a, a really good friend of mine that was working in Madrid in a really good restaurant that's called Casa Lucio. That's where the king goes for breakfast. Oh, very nice. Uh, with the huevos rotos. But it's an amazing and easy dish to do. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, hey, do Is you that have- Is that a potato dish? It's a potato dish. It's, okay. it's like French fries, but poached with olive oil. Yeah. Oh. And I you have three, at, uh... Uh, three over-easy uh, eggs on mm-hmm. top, and you cut it and you top it with either chistorra, angulas, uh, jabugo, so whatever you like, you can top it, and it's, yeah. it's pretty I had, awesome. I had that at Toro. Yeah, Toro, Toro has, has it. I think yes. Toro has it, uh-huh. yeah. Beautiful. And uh, so that, when he came to Mexico, he started in another restaurant, and, and we started this, like, blending, and hey, let's do this. Let's open a restaurant. So we were three three friends chatting over drinks, and we said, okay, let's do it. Ah. One of those uh, alcohol was involved. Things. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously, alcohol was involved. On that. <laughs> so uh, we decided that we opened the restaurant, and that's when I went to Paris. I said, "Okay, uh, I need to go to Paris." I started actually. I started the first uh, semester in Mexico City. They have a cordon bleu. Okay. So I started there mm-hmm. for sure. But when I talked to my chefs, they're French uh, chefs at the cordon bleu in Mexico. They told me, "You have to go to Paris. I mean, you have this in your in your blood." And yeah. Mexico is a great school, a great mm-hmm. cordon bleu, but he told me France is a way to go. So that's where I decided to go. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, awesome experience uh, filled with chefs that my mentor, I mean, Christian Moine, I'm going to be always. So 26 years old, you're in, in Paris. And are you still single? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, well, no. I was going to say, well, then there, there, that, that breaks part of that dream up, you know. Yeah, it, it, it does, <laughs> but uh, but uh, my wife stayed in Mexico while, while I was doing that. Uh-huh. Uh, she was very helpful. And uh, with that, uh, I came back to Mexico, and that's when we opened the second restaurant. So we owned the first restaurant that was very, very successful. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a very little space. We have 70 seats, very easygoing, uh, uh, Spanish. It was a Spanish restaurant. Okay. But for me, you, uh, Susie, you're saying, okay, French, why French? Mm-hmm. Why that mm-hmm. that way? I think French food is amazing. I love it. I mean, my family, I mean, uh, it comes from there. Mexican food is awesome too. But the techniques that we have in the mm-hmm. kitchen, I mean, I can say, I don't know if a lot of people is going to hate me, but 90% of the techniques are French. Mm-hmm. And once you have those in your blood, well, not in your blood, when you learn it, to do it, you can do it, do almost everything in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. 
so I, I know there's a lot of, of chefs out there that, oh, he's culinary school, so he's not the same. You know, that's back and forth all the time. But, right, um, right. And, and I know that maybe 80% of what you learn in a kitchen is working in a kitchen, not in a school. Sure. But having that, that foundation of techniques, that mm -hmm. one helps a lot. Yeah, I think you need to know, uh, maybe our own because I'm not a chef, but I, I think the chemistry part behind it, what what happens whenever, you know, this gets fired to it or, or it's cold or, you know, what is the chemical reaction uh, to the different foods? Exactly, how and, you cook it, how yeah. you do it, the procedure that you do it. Yeah, yeah of course. There's so that's a, what you're going to learn in school. Exactly. And then actually the, 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 the putting it all together happens in the kitchen. A exactly. Bit more. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Going, to, going to this prestigious school, I mean, what was that like? It was amazing. I mean, uh, just when I got there, uh, two of the head, the head chefs of the school are Muffs. I don't know if you're familiar with mm -hmm. Muffs. Muffs is a chef that has a whole color. I have two flags here of the French mm -hmm. uh, food, but when you yes. see a chef that has a full color of the French flag, yeah, that means he's a Muff. That, oh. that is a meilleur ouvrier de France. Mm. So they choose one a year, and it's the best chef of France wow. in, in a competition. So mm -hmm. to wow. get that color is really, really difficult. I mean, mm -hmm. Paul Bocuse was one, Joël Robuchon, Alain Ducasse, they have it. But wow. there, not a lot of chefs have it. So, yeah. so, to, uh, so for those to be your teachers or your... That, that, that was impressive. And uh, when I had uh, Christian Moine that I was mentioning, uh, he's my mentor. He's awesome. Uh, when he introduced himself to the, to the generation that we were there, he's like, uh, I have two Michelin stars. I'm going to be your, your teacher for the semester. So mm -hmm. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, my God. I'm working with <laughs> Michelin wow. chef stars. Yeah. Wow. And uh, uh, it, it changed a little bit from Mexico. Uh, of course, there's the standards are a little bit mm -hmm. higher in, in Paris. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a, a good student in Mexico, and I was very confident when I came to Paris, and I said, I got this. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. <laughs> right. And I remember being in that classroom. We were 16 uh, on that classroom, and... I finished my dish, was awesome and everything, and I showed it to the chef, and he told me you have zero. Oh, no. I said, chef, it tastes amazing. I know it tastes amazing, but you're not clean enough. Look at your station. Oh, wow. So those are the standards. Yes. So everything goes together, cleanless, discipline. And, mm. and hmm. so so that's the way you learn a little bit. Uh, but our, this, I mean, these chefs, when I worked there, it was, I mean, it was awesome. And, yeah. and look at them. Uh, uh, the way they show you how to do it. Because you have, uh, we were there, I was in an intensive course. We were there at 7 a.m. We will leave at 10.30 p.m. Wow. Uh, so the way it goes is you have three hours, they cook for you, and then you have to replicate what what they've done. So, I mean, it was an awesome experience. That's me. really cool. And, and it's interesting not just hearing that because I had a um, really awesome opportunity to actually go into your kitchen and, you know, see you do a little bit of work and um, and get to know a few of your of your people back there. And um, it, it is a really neat environment. Um, it, I, I, I could feel it when I was back there. I could feel um, the buzz and the excitement and, you know, everybody was happy and excited. And I, I don't know, it was just it was just a really neat experience yeah. and so and so hearing that kind of i don't know it, it kind of brings it together i mean uh, uh coming here to the states it was a, a cultural shock a little bit because uh, uh you have a lot of kids in the in the in the industry that maybe they're there not because of a passion but maybe to make some money mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, uh i was struggling with that when we started and now i have a team that i have fully a hundred percent confidence that they're doing a good job yeah. because now i know that i have 
the surround that I have in my kitchen is full of passion. Yeah. Yeah. And with that said, I mean, there's no chef without a team. And that's the way I go all the time. Yeah. Uh, when I build a new menu or whatever, everything is on the table for opinions on every single one of them. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Wide open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That. You're definitely one of those chefs that when you go in the kitchen, you see that they all respect you. Mm -hmm. and, and it's that beautiful movement where everyone knows what the other one's doing and everyone knows their job and they're doing it and just gets done. So it's a fun, fun, and you have a big, uh, you can see into your kitchen. So it makes it a fun place to yeah, be. Yeah. It's an open mm -hmm. kitchen. That's, yeah. that's on purpose, mm -hmm. uh, clean less, uh, mm -hmm. on, and on everything. And yeah, and yeah we're, we're, we're a good team. We communicate a lot. Everything's from scratch. So uh, everything yes. from scratch. Yeah, I mean, everything from scratch. You have so. an amazing, um, pastry chef. Uh, we, oh yeah. We met her. Yeah, I'm out of. Oh yeah, school. remind me her name. Mm -hmm. um, Courtney. 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 Yes. There you go. Oh, Courtney's Courtney is amazing. Courtney was a CIA student. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, she came exactly. for an internship, and uh, for me, Courtney is amazing. Mm -hmm. But I mean, well, it's, it's Courtney, and and I have a, another cook that is Jaden. He's mm -hmm. from the CIA too. I mean, he's a beast. He's mm -hmm. a beast. He's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I have a chef. My well. Uh, 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 the chef, the leading chef, is Chris. That he's Chris, a veteran. Yes. Yeah, he's a veteran uh, from the army. He was traveling uh, traveling all around the world, mm -hmm. and he loved food. So yeah, he's really passionate, really caring for the kitchen. And I have an awesome two sous chef that that is Brandon. I mean, we're working all together, and it's it's been amazing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were so many things that we learned when we visited, but one of the things that, well, I, I know you're a total scratch kitchen, and one of the things that I was so amazed by is the, first of all, the quality of your of your product, but also um, the freshness. Um, you were talking about, for example, seafood and how, you know, that changes all the time, but you actually don't keep any of that in your freezer. You purchase it fresh Um Yes. Or, yeah, I, I just think that's amazing. Yeah, we, we uh, I mean, we ordered a fish one day prior to the service. Uh, it comes in, and some of the times I kick back maybe 50% of what uh, of, of what they send me. Oh, really? Yes, because I don't keep a freezer. Well, mm -hmm. I'll keep a freezer for my desserts for the for the, the gelatos. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, for maybe some some little things. But uh, on the freshness, I'm all, I, that's what we were talking about, fine dining, right? For me, fine dining. Uh, I mean, our product and quality product is, is for me, it's maybe 99% of, of the restaurant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I try to keep it always on the best quality and freshness that we can. So yeah, on the seafood, uh, the oyster has to be on point. Uh, uh, we change oysters sometimes depending on the freshness, but uh, uh, on our fish, mm -hmm. always has to be fresh. So I send back a lot. And that's why I have something that is limited availability because I don't know right. how the product is going to come to us. Sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. Well, Susie, maybe this would be a good time for us to take a break, sure. and then we will come back and hear some more from Chef Jean Tardif at Tardif's American Brasserie, which is at 23110 West Interstate 10. Great restaurant, and we'll be right back. Sounds good. Hey, Susie. San Antonio Restaurant Gold Club is taking the city of San Antonio by storm. We're loving this club. Really, really is. I mean, yeah. it is truly, if, you, if you're somebody who loves to go out to eat, mm -hmm. who loves restaurants. Local restaurants. Local, yeah, and you know, I, 
it's funny because, you know, we talk to so many people who do go out to eat. A lot of times you we, people don't tend to go to local because you end up going to what you're familiar with and yeah, what you're comfortable, comfortable with. with. Yeah, yeah, of course. Comfort, and yeah. so our goal is to uh, we have so many amazing restaurants in San Antonio like Tardif's. And so, you know, our goal is to really help people and to incentivize people to go and eat local and give them a try. And so we have this amazing Gold Club. So if you're a Gold Club member, you can go to I think we have about 90 restaurants. And we've taken the guesswork out of you. These are the restaurants don't pay to be a part of the Gold Club. Right. These They're are restaurants. Exactly. These are restaurants that we have been to, that we have eaten at. I mean, we stand behind them 100%. So, I mean, we're telling you, you go if you go, you're going to have a great meal, a great environment, um, a great time. But you can go there and you can actually get a perk. So you can get sometimes a percentage off your meal or a free dessert or a complimentary appetizer, whatever it is. Um, but it's really an incentive to to go out and give them a try. And, and since today we're talking to, to Chef John Tardif, the, the, they just became a gold restaurant, and they have a perk where you order uh, an entree and you get a complimentary dessert of your choice. Any, oh, my Any gosh. of their desserts and their desserts are I was going to say, and let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> one per table, are amazing. Babe, man, exactly. that's, that's a good one. It's a really good perk. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the thing. It's only eight eighty eight to be a part of the Gold Club. Typically, you go one time to a restaurant and it's paid for. And That's you can it. go to restaurants as many times, you know, all kinds of different restaurants. Um, a lot of restaurants have more than one perk. So you can even go back to that restaurant and mm-hmm. use another perk Use a there. different one. That's exactly. right. Plus the Gold Club events. Those are really popular. The events. A lot of people we hear join the Gold Club just because of the events. I mean, they love mm-hmm. these events. And so we have well, special events that only Gold Club members are invited exactly. to come to. Exactly. They're uh-huh. private, they're exclusive. Could be a class, mm-hmm. could be a, a, just a tasting sure. menu. Yeah. A lot of times, I mean, a lot of times a restaurant will actually have it on the evening that they're closed, and the chef actually will come out and talk about the menu items that you're tasting, and you get this really fun experience. We sometimes have wine pairings with them. It's just really neat. It's a great way to get to know the restaurant, a great way to get to know each other. And they're always so much fun. But yep. people love these events. And again, it's only eight eighty eight, and it's really, really easy to join. All you have to do is go to the your app store, mm-hmm. download the free mobile app, just type in San Antonio Restaurants, and you can download the app, click on Gold Club, and join. That's it. That's it. Simple. And $8.88 a month, what a deal. It's really worth it. <laughs> it Great. really is. Yeah. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And we are back today with Chef John Tardif of Tardif's American Brasserie. And we're here from the Peachtree Rose Marketing Studio. And we love this uh, podcast studio. It's been great for us. And, you know, I think I'd recommend it to anybody who's thinking about getting into the podcast game. Uh, yeah, for sure. I for mean, sure. The, the, this is really our home now for this podcast. And it's beautiful. I mean, it has everything that we need. The people are fantastic. Um, they have a couple of different podcast studios. This mm-hmm. one's a bigger um, studio. Four-person four studio. Four-person, exactly. Mm-hmm. They also have a two-person studio. So if you're looking to get into the podcast game, I, this is the place to come. That's it. So just uh, look up the information, Peachtree Rose Marketing, and mm-hmm. give them a call. I'm sure they'd be happy to give you a tour yes. and check this place out. We're at the corner of I-10 and 410, by the way. Yeah. Great. And uh, Chef John Tardif, welcome. Glad you're here today. We're learning all Thank about you. Tardif's American Brasserie Restaurant and how you uh, became a chef a little bit later a- after being a hairdresser and, <laughs> and uh, cutting hair. And, uh, you know, it always bugs me when I get my hair cut because you, you don't have much hair either. Okay. I, I hate to pay a lot, a lot of money for my hair because it takes them like three minutes. I'm thinking, <laughs> exactly. good grief. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's what you just need like a a like, little I, I don't pay for it. Yeah, yeah, you just <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, great. Well, your restaurant has has been real popular in San Antonio and and you had several restaurants in Mexico City both as a chef as as co-owner of several restaurants. Why did you decide to to close those and come to San Antonio? I mean, uh, we it, it wasn't a decision. I mean, uh, we were uh, doing very good, and the pandemic the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mexican government uh, closed down the restaurants, so uh, I had the opportunity that a group uh, in Mexico, a big group, uh, funding group, uh, wanted to buy the the restaurants. Oh, so uh, we were three partners in there, and uh, when they put the the, the the contract in the table, I was the one to to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why I sold the restaurants. I mean, they're I open. They're open right now. They reopen, and okay. they're, they're amazing restaurants, amazing, and they're very popular. But I wanted like a, a different kind of life. I like. I, I always like had the American dream, mm-hmm. or something. Oh. And yeah, uh, so what brought you to San Antonio? Yeah, didn't you used mm-hmm. to come to San Antonio as a child? I, I came here to play tennis at uh, uh-huh. John Newcomb Academy. Okay. Uh, so I knew San Antonio a little bit. I mean, it has changed a lot mm. in twenty it's, years. Yes, mm-hmm. grown. And I bought a house like five years ago. Uh, the real estate were perfect, mm-hmm. and uh, the proximity to Mexico. I have a daughter that's seventeen; she mm-hmm. lives in Mexico. Sure. Uh, so I chose San Antonio because of that, right? We have a, a good real estate, and I think San Antonio was growing mm-hmm. on the culinary side. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Okay, let's do it. Let's let's try." And I I choose that part of town because I think it's growing a lot. And oh now yeah, everyone's going out towards Bernie yes, in that direction. Yeah, so we have now Mirasol. It's an awesome restaurant. We have beefsteak. I haven't been there, but I hear that it's amazing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more the merrier for me always, yeah. always. Yeah. So, uh, I've been interested in that. There's a new place out there called May Dunn. Have you checked that place May Dunn, yes. I went for brunch. It was good. I think it's a Mexican family uh-huh. that is running it. I think they're open for uh, for. Uh, for dinner too, I don't. I don't. I'm not I don't sure really if it was for dinner. I knew it was a brunch place. And yes, I, and I think everything in there is for sale. Like you can buy the plates, I think. Or, oh, or, oh, really? I, I, I've read. I've read <laughs> I don't that. Know. I've read that. That, that actually was cool. that was the first location for Tardifs when, really? when I was there. I was uh, yeah with lawyers and everything, but we couldn't sell alcohol at that time. Mm, got it. So mm. that's why we decided to move. Yeah, okay. you guys have a great um, happy hour and cocktail yes, bar and all that good we stuff do. too. It's a full bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we have cocktails. We have happy hour. Uh, uh, so yeah, we we have that. Mm-hmm. So on your dishes, I know again, you know it, it's um, French dishes, but they have a, a your Mexico flair. Um, oh, the Mexico Texas flair. Well, Texas flair, yes. Flare so what? So t- I, I know that. Um, when I was there, you were making a, I think it was a scallop dish, and you had added some cilantro, and you oh, were yeah, telling me, you know, to, to kind of bring in your your. Um, you yeah, that, that's the Mexican side. I mean, uh, we do a fresh carpaccio, scallop mm-hmm. carpaccio. Uh, it's raw, of course, and we season it with uh, with all the uh, with a house seasoning that we do. But of course, we we add some spice to it. We have some cilantro, so that's like a little bit of, on the Mexican side. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go to the website, it's a Texas flair on there, and that's because, of course, I mean we're trying to mix a little bit of it. I mean it's ninety percent French food, mm-hmm. but we smoke our duck in house. We smoked our pork belly in house. Uh, we uh, my my uh, beet carpaccio is a smoked carpaccio. I was just gonna bring that beet carpaccio uh, up. So yeah, that, that's yeah. that's amazing because we we are mixing the truffle with the smokiness mm-hmm. of the beet. So you have the Texas flavors on the smoky side. Yeah. With uh, a little bit of fine dining on top. So mm-hmm. so that's what 
Yes, and I and dishes. I I thought that dish was so interesting. It's so different, you know. I I don't think I've ever had a beet carpaccio before. It's so yummy. It was, I think it was one of my favorite things that oh, I tasted. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was really thank good. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, our uh, insignia dish is of course a beef Wellington. No, of yeah. course. I mean, yeah, nobody else makes Wellington. I know yeah. of no one else in mm-hmm. San Antonio. And, and 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 it's not a French dish, actually. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it's 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 from England. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, okay. so, but uh, there's different ways to do it. We do it the French way, mm-hmm. uh, but we do it every day from scratch. We have a limited availability on that too. Yeah. And it's like our house it's, dish. It's like so, so yeah. Beef Wellington is, I don't know, what kind of meat is that? It's a tenderloin. It's, it's a, a tenderloin. It's a, it's, a, it's a filet mignon. Yeah, and, uh, and then wrapped in a, in a very light pastry. Yes, but uh, what you do is uh, it's a, a tenderloin that it's wrapped first in a du- uh, mushroom duck cell. Oh, okay. okay, and Dijon mustard, and then we wrapped it in prosciutto. Wow! And then it's wrapped in puff pastry. Wow! Wow! <laughs> and we serve that with a with a. Uh, right now, uh, the sauce that I have it's a port demi glace. Mm-hmm. Uh, served with that mashed potatoes and a and a, mm-hmm. and a glazed carrot. So I know when we went. And I took a picture of it and, and put it on the page. People went Oh, they nuts. went nuts over it. I think that was one of the most popular posts that we, we've done. I mean, people were really like, where is that? Where is what that? is that? Where, where is it, it from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just such a beautiful dish. Mm-hmm. Do you have to order it ahead of time? Uh, you can, uh, when you do a reservation, you can reserve a Wellington. Okay. Uh, normally, we build 30 a night. Uh, we're a small kitchen, so we cannot do that, a uh, uh, hundred of them. But uh, you can reserve yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when you reserve on open table, you just send a little message. Hey, I would love to have a reserve Wellington for me tonight, and we'll do that for you. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to a um, a chef recently, and we were just talking about different restaurants, and I was talking about your steak au poivre with frites. Okay, and um, he was telling me. He said, "You know," he said that you can you know a good restaurant if the what you order is their steak au poivre with frites, and if that dish is unbelievable then psh, that's it you know that that restaurant is and so we were talking about yours and he said that he had gone and had I, we had it when we were there and oh my gosh it was unbelievable just amazing delicious you know you you would think simple you know it's not it's so good i mean just so many it's, a, it's a powerful sauce oh, i mean oh, a man. sauce it's it's powerful i love it i love it to be spicy and and uh, actually, you can use uh, either a ribeye or a New York strip, or uh, we we use tenderloin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I love the the. I mean, you can cut it with oh, uh, with, with it, a fork. It's very very tender. Yeah. And yeah. and actually, for me, uh, the same way that he's saying uh, the steak au poivre, for me, it's it's bread too. If you go to a restaurant, you have good bread. Normally, you have good. Then that's bread. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're gonna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in France, that what we say about the baguette that they're doing and everything, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we have different dishes from France. Really, I mean, we have the duck, the duck magret. I mean, oh, and your branzino is beautiful as well. The, the branzino. We have the now the our cordon bleu that it's a uh, uh, almost oh, yes. sixteen to eighteen ounce. <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, That's another chop, signature dish. Chop. Yeah, now now I mean it's it's new. It's from the new menu, mm-hmm. but it's getting up there. I mean, uh, we sell a lot each day. It's a sixteen ounce veal chop. Uh, Topped with, it's a with dish. raclette uh, and ham, and topped with mushrooms and and, uh, and a house demi glace. It's pretty mm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow! When you're not at your restaurant, where do you go? Do you like to go out and eat? I'm always at the restaurant. Are Island. you? Yeah. Oh, you're never <laughs> never anywhere else, huh? <laughs> right. I mean, uh, you're talking about restaurants, maybe. Yeah. Do you like to go? 
I mean, my, my kids love the experience of a Brazilian steakhouse because, you mm-hmm. know, it's oh. fun for them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meat, meat, meat. Meat, meat, meat all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we go to those restaurants sometimes. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm more kind of a rest because, I mean, uh. now, now with the, the new, re- well, uh, another restaurant that I'm helping and consulting that oh, is yes. the Creek in Bernie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted to talk about that. So th- yeah. the Creek restaurant in Bernie has been there for about 20 years. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And, and recently exactly. you joined them to, to help kind of... Consult. Uh, exactly. Just mm-hmm. kind of do some changes and upgrades and... Yeah, yeah. I mean... How we, exciting. Yeah, That's I a mean, great restaurant. It's a great restaurant. It's really the rating and the and reviews on the restaurant is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 uh I mean, I'm working. We're working together just to get a new menu, like uh, more freshness. The menu has been there for a long time too, okay. so we want that to rebuild a little bit of the menu that we're changing next week. Uh, so, so I mean, we want fresh things, fresh customers. The customers are love the creek, uh, so we're we're keeping half of the menu mm-hmm. to not change everything because mm-hmm. the creek has, of course, a lovely and good clientele. So we're working that to give. That a little bit of twist. We opened brunch that it was closed for brunch. Uh, so we did uh, the first one was Wellington, actually, wow. on the carving okay. station with prime rib. And the second one, I bring a Mexican buffet to it, but real I... Mexican with mole, enchiladas, molletes, chilaquiles, all, right. all that. When, wow. when are we going? I think I, I want to know. know. <laughs> That's going to be the, the Mexican one is going to be the third uh, of uh, each month. Okay. The third uh, Sunday. And the rest is going to be prime rib, Wellington. Sure, mean, all sure. That. Yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely have to I check that out. I was going to say we out. need to do both. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. so so working like that is, I mean. Yeah, you're working all the time. I'm working all the time. Mm-hmm. But you love it. I love it. I, uh, I mean, I love it. But mm-hmm. I, I can't be going for a long time like that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but of course, it's the time to do it. And uh, I'm pretty happy. I, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So well, I have a lot we of were ta- So we were talking earlier, and I was telling Chef Jean that um, – we ran a really popular contest on the group and where um, we had people um, tell us their favorite memories of 2023. Mm-hmm. And um, the Valencia Hotel was amazing and they sponsored a New Year's Eve package and a night stay. And there were some people, at least three to four people, who said um, that their very favorite memory of 2023 was sp- having dinner at Tardif's. I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. That's I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really honored about that. Yeah. I mean, we try and we work very hard to, to give a really good experience for our customers. It's mm-hmm. really neat. Yes. Wow. Well, it is a wonderful restaurant, and it's easy to get to. Just go out I-10, take the uh, Bernie Stage Road exit, and it's mm-hmm. right there, so it's, it's close by. And lots of really good food, lots of really good desserts. And uh, we mentioned earlier that you are a gold restaurant, gold-approved restaurant. Mm-hmm. So there you have a perk where if you buy any of the entrees, you can get a complimentary dessert of your choice. And some of their desserts are really, yeah, really good. Uh, yes. Uh, they have this, uh, was it the bread pudding um, yes, dessert? Yes, the croissant. Oh it's a croissant gosh. bread pudding. It's a, pudding, it's a croissant bread pudding. Uh, Chef Courtney does a different flavor each day. Uh-huh. So we change it. So it that's was, amazing. It was such an experience. It's it's different than uh, any other bread pudding that I had ever had. Be- and and of course, after Chef explained that it's because it's with it's croissant. It's just different. It's a very, it's amazing. It's really yeah, good. she's doing some really cool stuff. If I mm-hmm. remember, there was a there was a chocolate mousse. I think it had bacon. bacon. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. a chocolate mousse with bacon and yeah. pecans mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. It was such a interesting texture, and and then the saltiness 
with the sweetness. It was just yeah, delicious. I mean, bacon goes with everything. So. Bacon does yeah. go with everything. Yeah, so so, and we have uh, actually our pear tart that we sell a lot. That's actually uh, my family's recipe. Oh, pear tart, nice. is it in wine sauce? It's uh, a pear tart. No, no? It's, a, it's a caramelized pear tart. It's, okay. a, it's a pear tatin. It's a tartata. Oh, okay. So it's an upside down uh, uh, tart. Mm-hmm. And then we do it with okay. pear, so it's it's pretty awesome. I yeah. love it. So uh, it just, uh, that makes me ask, you know, I know, so that's your family recipe. How many dishes on your menu do you, are inspired by family recipes? I mean, the, the pea soup for sure is my grandmother's. Mm-hmm. So uh, I took that off uh, the maybe ha- six months ago and, and our clients were like, you have to bring that oh, back, please. Yeah. Uh, so the pea soup for sure. I have a, a, a two or three sauces that I use mm-hmm. that it's my family's, like the way we do it. Uh, mm-hmm. Now at the creek, I'm doing one of my father's favorite, that it's a chipotle sauce for the scallops. Oh, I love it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm inspired of, of all of that. It's really simple. It's really easy, and, and the flavors are amazing. Right. That's got to be fun to be the the man, to be the the owner of your restaurant where you say, you know what, I I want to do this today. I'm going to take this one off. I'm going to add this you new know, new exciting menu. It 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 is really fun because you can create, right? Uh, mm-hmm. That's the whole point of being mm-hmm. in a kitchen to mm-hmm. to be able to create something. But uh, it comes to with a lot of pressure when you have a, a restaurant that is that it's getting, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the clientele, the regulars, and everything. Mm-hmm. When you change a menu drastically you're always you have that feeling that oh they don't like it you know mm. what i mean so there's a lot of pressure on sure. it like get the flavors on point mm-hmm. yeah. see so so yeah it's really fun and normally we do it as special uh, so hey today we have this special and, and we see the reaction on the clients right they like it yeah. not, and then that's when you get ready to to launch it as your full as an menu. actual exactly. menu, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, and your and your dishes are so beautiful as well. So and I, and I think that's the whole experience. You know, you receive this dish and that is just beautiful. First of all, you're just like whoa. I, I just like the the veal. The um, veal, yeah. Yes, I mean it's just beautiful. It's a gorgeous dish. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course you know the the smells and the flavors and everything. So it, yeah. it's a whole experience. Yeah. Is our our fine dining restaurants so. so we, we've talked some, not here in this conversation, but, you know, the, the, the economy and restaurants are hurting right now. Things have slowed down for a lot of people and everything. And and one of the changes that most restaurateurs talk about is that where it used to be to-go orders or, or uh, you know, Grubhub or Uber Eats orders were like 15% of their menu. Now they're 45, 50% of their menu. Is that the same with, with fine dining or people doing that as well as for fine dining or they're still coming into the restaurant? No, they're coming in. I mean, we don't we do not do to-go orders. You don't? No. I mean, if you get a Wellington to-go, it's going to be soggy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you get a prime steak to your home, yeah. we heat it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it may reflect on you and exactly. that's not fair. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's not fair, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't work with any other platforms. Uh, we have to-go orders, of course. Our regulars say, I, leave, I mean, they leave right next to the Dominion two minutes away, so yeah. we do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, our raw uh, uh, items, we don't do Okay, sure. right. Uh, but we do, but I don't I don't work with platforms because uh, it wouldn't be fair for the work that the team has put behind on mm-hmm. all of this. Mm-hmm. There's so that, no way it could be the same experience. Never, never. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the restaurants, the economy right now is, is really harsh. We're, we have seen in, increases on the prices huge huge increases and and the clients feel it the restaurant feels it I sure. mean, everybody mm-hmm. uh so it's 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 been hard it's been hard and and uh, we're working on everything but for us and for me well for me my main uh interest is the quality in food 
mm-hmm. because I could keep the same prices and give you instead of a prime, I'll give you a choice. But it wouldn't be like fair for the client sure. and for me because you know the difference yeah. exactly. You mm-hmm. you you'll know the difference. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, we have to go with the flow, uh, and mm-hmm. and keep working. Yeah. yeah. And, and adjusting and mm-hmm. and see what we can. I mean, that happened with crab for us. Right. I took it out of the menu because it was. I mean, even the client would be like insulted if I put that on the menu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm talking jumbo. Sure. Crab, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I think a restaurant with, like yours, where you're buying so much stuff fresh, that the prices change daily. And daily. So you know, some restaurants they can buy a bulk of something and, and put it in the freezer until they're ready to use it. You're not doing that, so it probably affects you even more. Yes, yeah, so I can tell you that from one day to the other, I have an increase on strawberries for 150 percent up. Wow. Yes. Wow. Uh, that's because of a freeze or something happened. Right. And now, boom. So, yes, it, 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 it is complicated. Yeah. It is yeah. complicated. So that's why uh, we're scratch made. So that, that's easy, too. So, hey, what do you have right now? What's in season? Okay, we have figs. Okay, let's do a fig compote. Yeah. Normally, I do my pear compote. My, so I, I change all the time. The gastrics on my poor belly. It's uh, uh, black, blackberry, blueberry, mm-hmm. uh, uh, sure. orange. So, yeah, uh, I was just thinking that when you were saying that. I mean, you're, you're, you're a chef. Um, you know, you, you, so you, you know how to use, um, so it, it's so nice to be able to pivot that way and say, oh, man, man strawberries are just, no, we'll go with yes. blackberries or blueberries. And you're still going to be able to take that product and create something amazing. Yes. And that's, that's amazing. And that's what's like what Alan was saying. It's, it's what's so great about being able to curate your own menu and your yeah, own that's dishes amazing. and your own. But, yeah. but you need mm-hmm. that backup from your team on the, on the office manager that, hey, chef, uh, the strawberries are skyrocketing. Right. Because as a chef, you cannot. I mean, you do your inventory, of course, mm-hmm. you receive, mm-hmm. but you cannot be on top of that. You if need you to don't have a good have, team. Exactly. If you don't have it, it's really mm-hmm. difficult to, yeah. to yeah. care yeah. about that cost. Right. Yeah. Do you have a happy hour? I think, do we already talk about that? You, do you, you have do. a happy we, hour? We have a happy is hour. Is there food in your happy hour or is there, it just a drink? There's food on happy hour. Uh, we're launching a new menu actually on January for the happy oh. hour. It's going to be finger food more for, uh, for uh, I mean, really happy hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I uh, that's a thing on my kitchen. I told them I'm not messing with that. You, I want 10 dishes. You work on it. Awesome. I want fine dining. Great. So they're very excited to do it. Oh, that's wonderful. I lo- yeah, I love the way they, they, they talk and they taste yeah. and everything. Oh, so we have a, a, a full happy hour from 5 to 7 from Tuesday to Thursday. Okay. No, no, no. For, uh, all day, sorry. From 5 to 10. From Tuesday to uh, uh, Thursday. It's 5 mm-hmm. to 10 is your hours. You're not open for lunch on during the weekday. Exactly. During mm-hmm. the week, we have happy hour all day. Okay. Just at the bar. Mm-hmm. And then Friday and Saturday, we have a happy hour from 5 to 7. Okay. 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 Wow, that's really good. So yeah, it's on drinks great. and on uh, on the finger, the, the happy hour and, menu. And that'll launch, the happy hour menu food-wise will launch when? Or uh, I think in January. We're in not, January. I mean, this season, we're almost, we're well, we are sold out. Almost till the end Wonderful. of the year. That's, 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 that's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm yeah. very happy venue. I'm very mm-hmm. honored. Yes. Absolutely need to make reservations if you're going to be going to Tardif because, yes. uh, yeah, it's very popular and, and it will sell out. Right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think in January we're going to launch that happy hour menu. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's can't, great. Can't wait yeah. to come try it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Yes, and, thank, uh, you. thank you. Thank you. I, I'm going to come by and, and get something to eat and a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheap. Yeah. It's only $180 or, yeah. if you want for three right. minutes. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe you can at least give you some tips so you can do it on your own, too. 
<laughs> no, for sure. Please come and join us. Yes, yeah. thank you. Thank you very to. much for all your support. You're awesome. Oh, thank you. Uh, uh, working with you is is really fun, and thank I you. mean, supporting all all San Antonio. That's that's the way I want to do it. I mean, we need all all of us as a restaurant owners need the support of everyone. So yeah. yes, I agree. So I it's agree. awesome. Thank you very much for your support. I'm honored to be here. Well, with your it's our pleasure. And thank you. Thank you for it. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a treat. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Susie, we will be back again next week yes. for another great interview. Absolutely. And uh, this has been a fun one. Yes. It's, <laughs> it's always fun with Chef Sean. So yeah. Always. So, guys, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate your support. Tell your friends and uh, like and share this podcast and let everyone know about it. And uh, check us out on San Antonio Restaurants. We have yes. lots of cool stuff coming up all the time. We do all the time. And Support local. You know, I, I, you just heard this amazing podcast. I mean, I, I, I always leave inspired. I'm just like, oh, I just want to, I don't know. It's just so inspired. So, yeah. I make always your leave rest- hungry. And hungry, both. <laughs> both. Uh, although we did get fed this morning. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, all yes. Right. Yeah. Hungry and inspired and all that good stuff. But make your reservations at Tardiff's and, and get out there. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. There you go. Tardiff at 23110 West Interstate 10 out close to the Dominion. Yes. All right, Chef John, thank you very much. Thank you very thank much. You. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. Honor. Thank you very All much. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. Have a great day.